It's the first week of Advent, so we talked about the gospel again. Oh, surprise, right? So come check out and see what we talked about um, this past week at Snapshot. So the first thing we did was we looked at a quote uh, from uh, the head of the Franciscan order, St. Francis himself. And he said that Christmas is already Easter. How is that true, right? It seems very different from going from a baby to a guy coming back from being killed on a cross, right? Coming back to life from that. But they're not different at all, right? Um, their contention was that everyone should celebrate and be joyous. And the whole idea of how we like throw lights and decorate absolutely everything is because, well, God created everything, so we should adorn and celebrate by dressing everything up because God came down to be with us, right? This word incarnation literally means in the flesh, right? It says if the incarnation is understood, then we know that redemption will follow. The mystery of the incarnation is already revealing God's total embrace of humanity, right? The baby in the crib already proclaims that God likes us, right? And he wants to be one with us. It's an amazing, amazing thing. We watched uh, a quick video. I'll post a link of it as well. But if you look at the, if you ever listen to the Bible Project, there we go. Um, you can go look it up on YouTube, and it's their word study on the word gospel. We, we just watched it this past week because it, it fits in really well with what we've talked about for the past month and also helping us understand that this is what Jesus came to do, to be um, God in the flesh and show us what it looked like to follow him. So I have a couple of stories for us this week, which is a little different. A couple stories and one Bible verse. So the first story is, um, if you guys have ever heard of the guy named Larry King, he's an interviewer, famous interviewer. He's been doing it for a long time. And he's interviewed almost any famous person worth interviewing. So here's a guy who asks people questions for a living. But then somebody asked him a question. And it says, one day... Um, Larry King was asked if he could interview anyone, who would it be? Right? His response was kind of surprising, right? He said, Jesus Christ. And then there was an obvious follow-up question, right? Okay, well, what would you, of course, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Jesus, that's a big deal. But like, what would you want to ask him? Um, and Larry King said, I would like to ask him if he was indeed virgin born, because the answer to that question would define history, right? Larry King um, isn't a believer by any stretch of the imagination. But he says he wants to interview Jesus because he knows that if what we celebrate as Christmas is true, it indeed changes all of history. So we sit here as Christians knowing that this birth of this child is literally the hinge on which all history swings, right? That's pretty amazing. So um, that kind of leads us into this Bible verse that I want us to look at. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. It says, Your attitude should be the kind that was shown by Christ Jesus, who, though he was God, did not demand and cling to his rights as God, but laid aside his mighty power and glory, taking the disguise of a slave and becoming like men. 
Then he humbled himself even further, going so far as to actually die a criminal's death on the cross. Yet it was because of this that God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Right? Jesus literally gave up. It's God in flesh, giving up all of his rights as God, giving up his comfy position to be here with us, to communicate to us that we are loved and cared about, right? Have you ever been going through a difficult or tough time in your life and then somebody came along and just like was with you, right? It's not necessarily that they said anything or did anything, but they were just with you. And how did that make you feel, right? It made you feel completely loved and included, um, and it was probably just what you needed. Um, and that's exactly what God did for us when he came down as Jesus, right? So that reminds me of this. This is it. This is our last story. Um, it's a good story. So um, from World War II, there was a Polish army captain who in September 1940 did the absolutely unthinkable thing of sneaking into the Nazi death camp at Auschwitz, right? He snuck into a concentration camp. Everyone wants to get out. He wanted to get in, right? Um, he's a Polish army captain. His name was Palicki. And he knew that something was terribly wrong with these concentration camps because at that point, people didn't know what they were doing in there. They just thought they were work camps. Um, but as a committed Christian and a Polish patriot, so those people were overrun by the Nazis, right? He just couldn't sit by and watch. He wanted to get information on the horrors of Auschwitz, but knew that he could only do that from the inside. All right, so his superiors approved this insane plan. They provided a false identity card with a Jewish name, and then Palicki allowed the Germans to arrest him during a routine Warsaw Street roundup. Does this not sound like Jesus? Right? He came down as one of us. He was allowed himself to be arrested. Right? Oh my gosh. Um, Palicki was sent to Auschwitz and assigned an inmate number 4859. He was a husband and father of two who later said, I bade farewell to everything I had known on this earth. He became just like any other prisoner. He was despised, beaten, and threatened with death. From inside the camp, he wrote, The game I was now playing at Auschwitz was dangerous. In fact, I had gone far beyond what people in the real world would consider dangerous. But beginning in 1941, his covert work started to pay off. He organized the inmates into resistance units, boosting morale and documenting the war crimes. Palicki used couriers to smuggle out detailed reports on the atrocities. By 1942, he had also helped organize a secret radio station using scrap parts. The information he supplied from inside the camp provided Western allies with key intelligence information about Auschwitz. In the spring of 1943, Palicki joined the camp bakery where he was able to overpower a guard and escape. Once free, he finished his report, estimating that around 2 million souls had been killed there at Auschwitz. When the reports reached London, officials thought he was exaggerating. Of course, today we know that he was right. That's basically what God did for us, guys. Because of the atrocious sin of the world, he entered into the madness in order to effect change. God couldn't stand by and allow sin to keep humans captive any longer. So he broke into our world. He set up communication lines with everyone 
to God, right? He freely offered the Holy Spirit to us because of what Jesus did on the cross. And he let us know that we are cared about. Um, that's an amazing, amazing story. And when I think about uh, Christmas, there's no story that explains exactly what Jesus did like that story. He came into an unthinkably dark, difficult place to be a light. He put everything on the line um, to help other people, right? Just like that verse we read, Philippians 2, 5 through 11, right? That was the attitude that Jesus had. He didn't cling to his rights as God, but he laid aside his power and glory and took a disguise of a slave to become like men. And he humbled himself further, even to the point of death, just so we could know who God is, so we could see what it looked like um, for God to live in the flesh and for us to understand God's desire for us and for us to understand that God always wanted to be with us, right? It was God's um, grand gesture to say, hey, I, I'm here, I see you are hurting, and I want to be with you, and it doesn't need to be like this. Um, it's an amazing thing. So yes, get hype for Christmas, but because of this, because of Jesus, right? And if you have friends who, who you see who are like marginal Christians, they don't really come to church, bring them to something, anything that's going on. Our church has tons of stuff, Christmas concerts, we go out caroling, bring them to a Sunday night. Yeah, we're going to talk about the gospel. You know we are, but do it, right? This is the time where maybe they might see all of this junk that um, people say is Christmas, but we realize it's really just about Jesus, right? You guys are doing an awesome job talking about it on Sunday mornings. If you're not there um, on Sunday mornings, make sure you check out um, the Advent Conspiracy Sunday School class too. That'll be really cool. Um, so I love you guys. Let's go share this gospel because that's exactly what it is. Christmas is already Easter. Love you guys. God bless.